episode of the Nintendo Entertainment Podcast. Episode 300. Yes, we are that old. We've made 300 episodes of this thing. You're welcome, I hope. Anyway, I am Triforce Todd, your eternal host and the only member of NEP to be on every single episode of this podcast. That's why I'm the host, ladies and gentlemen. 300 episodes in, that's why I'm the host. Join me today is, of course, Wario Will. Ah, uh, man. To think that we celebrate our 300th episode on the, the days, days, years of Halloween. Like, could you believe that? Of all coincidences. And yeah. As you feel the breeze, it is starting to become Halloween soon. Oh boy, <laughs> it's getting cold too. Yeah. Also, that uh, track is relevant because that is the Kingdom Hearts version. Uh, actually, I just pulled up; it is the main one. But I mean, it's all my Disney, so sure. It, 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 it's in Kingdom Hearts. I, I could tell. Just it sounds very movie. similar. If it isn't, <laughs> yeah, there you go. So yeah. So and of course, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas was one of the uh, Eternal Worlds of Kingdom Hearts, so which is on the Switch. So it can. <laughs> All right, and of course, Skull Kiss Scott is here. Hello. Yeah. And uh, today, we're going to do something a little different, because it is indeed our 300th episode, and we are honored to be sharing it with you, our dear listeners. And so, to get away from all the hustle and bustle and such, uh, uh, we're going to do... We're still going to do What Have You Been Playing because we want to talk about rabbits. Or two of us want to talk about rabbits. <laughs> but, I am a worm. Yes, oh, that's, that's disgraceful to worms. You were <laughs> oh. uh, no, we're, we're still going to do What Have You Been Playing, but we're also going to have some more fun segments, and we'll celebrate Halloween right at the end. So, of course, let's get it right off with What Have You Been Playing? <laughs> rabbits, did you not? Hear me? <laughs> I literally just said that. Yes, we, me, me and Will have been playing Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope. And uh, thankfully, I have not had to rush my review. There, through a twist of fate, ironically, another one of our uh, teammates got Star Ocean. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Divine Force. Apparently, it's not that good. <laughs> I mean, the way it's... from what the, cr- the, the current uh, critics right now are saying, like, yeah, unfortunately, they... Our here on our review is basically they tried everything, but none of it doesn't stick. Some people say it's basically a '90s game in a good way, so <laughs> it's definitely a mixed bag. Yeah, so I was the one who's luckily who got that just randomly oh. out of the blue. Yeah, and, and <laughs> let's remember, I said last week that I was going to review that game, so Scott literally stole that from me. I, I'm on the list. Okay. I'm sorry, Square Enix decided to personally give me a copy. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> but be specific, what, what system did you get it for? Uh, PS5. There you go. Okay, I, asked, okay. I asked for PC, so that, that's the other reason. Yeah. If uh, it was PC, I would have just gave you the code. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I don't have to rush it, which is great, because I honestly have no idea how far I am in the game. I'm only third world. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Palette Planet, that was called, I, yeah, yeah, something like that. Palette, Palette Prime. Oh, yeah, Palette Prime. Yeah, Palette yeah, Prime, yeah, yeah, I just got done with that, or I'm, I'm almost done with that world. I'm, I'm collecting all the coins. But, uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be taking my time now and uh, experiencing the game. So, me and Will are going to be talking about it. We'll go light into spoilers. But mm-hmm. we have, neither of us have reached the end. So nope, 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 nope. You don't have to worry about that. But, uh, and then uh, we'll let Scott 
talk about his non-rabid gameplay in a, in a bit, I suppose. So, uh, Will, just to do a little, like, a little back and forth, uh, what's your general opinion of the game as it stands right now? Uh, like, as of right now, I'm just really thoroughly enjoying it. I, I pretty much, like, spent the entire past Sunday on that game nonstop, and it was just that good. Like, I, I never... Probably I never been as absorbed like probably in as like the first game like the, granted like the mechanics itself was is is solid but here in Sparks of Hope it just really works well especially the whole movement the, the strategic options of it all it just really works and like if I have to give it a great right now like I, this thing would is a solid product so if not a B plus if not an A minus just because it's just so well polished and the fact that we have that no again the, throughout the history no one would have thought this would be work and lo and behold we have two games now in the series and it just works and from gameplay wise to strategy just and the music is just like it, it just all connects together and i mean there are some things i still have to critique about but overall it is just a very very fine product which i, I i'm thoroughly enjoying my time and i hopefully want play again this coming weekend if bayonetta 3 is not keeping me busy but yeah we'll get to that later <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh overall right now i'm enjoying it too i almost feel like i should be frustrated with this game because mm -hmm. of the uh like the amount of battles you do and oh, okay, okay there okay. are some enemies i just hate like they're like obnoxiously strong and they can do like so many different things and just like i hate you all like why don't you just die <laughs> alone? but then every mm -hmm. time you complete a level you're, you i feel myself smile like oh yeah i did that <laughs> I, like I just beat a level that was I had to do an eight turn survival match and oh, there oh. were some really stacked enemies and then I blitzed them, literally wiped them all out on turn two, and then I just play hide and seek for the next six turns and I won. I'm like, yeah, I did that. Like, yeah, yeah, I think I know which mission you're talking about. That one was like, yeah, that, it was pretty annoying. Yeah. Like especially those survival missions as well as like the the extra bosses. Like you face off against the giant Goomba, right? Uh, I have not yet. Uh, yeah, like there, like there, there is like the, the, another extra boss at the end if you collect a certain amount of sparks, like after the final the, the boss stages. But yeah, those bosses is actually pretty challenging. So yeah, basically have to like switch. Uh, think really think of like how you want to place your, your units and all that. So those things are, like a bit more harder than the typical boss fights, like with a uh, midnight uh, spirit and yeah, all. Yeah, so. like that. That's what I, I. That's why I think it's the best part of the game is that. The, the there's so much variety in the level <clears even throat> when you have you know repetitive enemies like the goombas keep showing up or whatever oh uh, yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. fire cats and but it doesn't matter because every time you're gonna have to play it a little bit different because you know they're they're placed differently the terrain is different you need to either strike quickly or keep them away mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then when you add the sparks i didn't realize that the sparks would be so vital to my strategy because again they weren't in the mm -hmm. first one obviously mm -hmm. so uh like i have for mario i have him with the first spark you get okay okay i love the power up but then i also have him with uh a reflect damage oh okay 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 with, my, my my team currently my my, my go-to team is mario edge and uh, rabbit peach mm, okay 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 yeah uh mario is just overall great unit edge is a great swords woman and uh rabbit peach and her healing is is really powerful along mm -hmm. with her mm -hmm. missiles which can attack at a really long range so i i use them as my bases and i have uh edge with a great defensive spark which 
boost your defense all like yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. great stuff and i have her with a meteor spark so oh can, okay yeah that one that one i yeah. can literally rain down fire and then i just got one that was an electric meteor and i gave that to rabbit peach oh and uh i'm like i'm constantly thinking of like okay I, I'm trying to upgrade like all the sparks at once, you know, so that if I have to swap out because of like there's like all these enemies are weak to a fire spark, I will put a fire spark on one of them or both of them, and so on and so forth. And I'm having to think about my, you know, my out, my out, my uh loadout. Thank you, my loadout and my roster like all the time. And even though I have maintained my core team, there were ones where I was like, okay, this is clearly a long range battle. Let's bring in Luigi. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I love that. Um, it it the game walks the line like right up to the point of like almost too much and frustration. But then again, it's like I'm doing a completionist run, and I did not intend to do that. <laughs> like I get to the first level, and it's like okay, this is cool, and then I'm battling, and then I get, I get that too. You have to get two uh, special crystals at in each level to advance to the next world. The dark mess right, crystals. The, the dark mess. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. And uh, so you have to do that. And after the first one, I realized, like, oh, I have all these things I can go and do. I'm like, well, I might as well. And then I was like, after I get one, it's like, I have to get another, then another, then another. Oh, I have enough. Let's go get that key to get to the secret area, which turns into Captain Toad. Yep, yep, reason. yep, yep, yep. And I, I, I'm really enjoying it. They're, my biggest thing right now is that the story is very lean, mm. which it was in the first game, but... Like we see, I've seen Cursa once, and I was in the opening cutscene or the the opening moments of the game. Also, that opening of the game is so dang jarring. Mm. Like, do do you remember what it was, Will? Uh, basically, like, oh, okay, fun days. Okay, finding finding rabbit uh rabbit Mario's overalls, and then yeah. boom, big darkness of exactly. Cursa and Black it Manta. Was just, it was just like, hey, here you're you're already in the game, so just go go and help rabbit Mario. Like, no. Like, let's give give me a little more. It's literally you just dropped in and pitches pitches pitches. Mm -hmm, hey, go, mm -hmm. find this, go find these overalls. I'm like, aha. <laughs> yeah, basically no connection to the first game. So <laughs> like, there is some hints to it, but like, it's not directly like a, a direct reference. There is some tributes, and as well as like the whole washing machine thing that was a big big theme <laughs> yeah. in the first game. Yeah. But here in in the second game, you really do not need to play the first game. So which is yeah. very good for me because like, unfortunately, I haven't completed the first game, but. Like it, it was basically a good point. Like, oh, okay, they, they're here, and of course, like everybody has that partial voice acting, especially that the, the the AIs, especially that audio audio logs, which fully voice, which I wholeheartedly appreciate that. Yeah, but, I was I didn't know that they didn't they never said that it was going to be like fully or partially voice cast, and I love that. Like, mm -mm. Oh, genie. <laughs> and then the little lines from all the all the rabbits and characters like, yeah uh, like rabbit mario just again as i said in the last podcast i'll say it again just the fact like he's like mama mia especially going to that his voicing especially if that uh if you uh get a dark mess with him he plays that little band uh solo with on his uh, guitar of the mario victory team is like go be here like uh, how is this rabbit mario better than chris pratt because I mean... pratt isn't trying zing <laughs> It's just amazing just how how it just oozes style and personality. I mean, the rabbits and stuff, again, is Illumination. It basically is uh, Ubisoft's minions, but these rabbits actually have, like, that personality. I mean, again, we had the Phantom from the first game, and now here, which I'm kind of sad that we don't have the Phantom, a Phantom-like boss here, but it's just the rabbits themselves. Like, as you said, Edge, when you see Edge for the first time, it's like, oh, my Lord, she is so badass. And, like... Yeah. 
And I, I love how they're portraying Edge. And, you know, I, I remember writing an article about the rabbits actually talking this time. Mm-hmm. So, and it's like, okay, they talk. But then when you hear, like, when I first heard Rabbit Peach go, Santa give fives. Like, oh, yes. Hey. Yes, yes. Has that cold bike, like, healing badge, literally. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And. It, it's just it's so, it's subtle at times, and yet like, then like I, when I met Rabbit Rosalina, and it's just like, ugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is this madness? And like like you said, Rabbit Mario, he's like he was great. Uh, even like the entrance for Bowser was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like they're bringing uh, they're bringing out so much personality that it kind of makes up for the somewhat lack of a story. Yes, yes, yes. And, I agree, I agree. But yeah, I'm liking the game right now. I'm at like a four out of five i might go up might go down just to see how the game again the game is full of content like i've oh yeah so much just trying to do a completionist run even though that's not required of me i sh- i'm usually <laughs> the guy doing like you know i gotta rush through this but i i feel the urge to you know go through all these worlds the, it, it is definitely the interesting thing because uh, as you said like a completion and thankfully ubisoft had taken notes like yeah, if you want to go completions they do have a checklist which i am so thankful yes. and once you hit that one percent like oh that feels so good and like you get like the new um like a nice weapon skin for your efforts as like they all as you said like uh even jared did a completionist episode on it and like i do agree with him like there if there's one thing like there are some secrets inside like the, the cave rooms like oh i gotta uh, scan every single room like oh there's a crack wall like oh yeah. that's where the crack wall was yeah. like i was like oh i am so stupid i know like they play with the camera angles and all that but oh you were hiding a crack wall there like jeez so, yeah that that did frustrate me at times. Uh, the other thing that I'm frustrated is sometimes because everything's like tied to the A button, um, uh, you sometimes will do something you didn't intend to, and that kind of can screw with your strategy. But uh, yeah, but oh, the skill trees. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Loving the skill trees. Uh, like that's another one where it's like I need to think carefully about every upgrade I do. Like, do I want Edge to have a longer range with her sword, or have a bigger halo so she can attack more enemies? And I have to mm-hmm. think about that. Or uh, with Rabid Peach, like, do I do I focus on her healing ability, or do I make sure the missiles can attack better? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just so much strategy, and of course, naturally these skill trees, you can easily refund the points, so you can easily like go switch out. It's yeah. a, you don't you are not stick to one uh, single skill set, so that's again freedom of strategy. Yeah, the, it's it's clear the love and effort that Ubisoft put into this, and the game looks crisp even in handheld mode, mm-hmm. uh, partially because of the art style, but it still looks great, and uh the music has been really fun uh i love the music like yeah. even for like the first like three worlds right now just listen to it you you can you can, like as as gerard said in his, in his review like you could tell oh that's a grand kirko composition oh that you can hear this thing from yokushima Moro of like out of kingdom hearts it's just yeah the music itself is just like it, it is just that superb including with that the actual composer who did the ori and the blind forest uh um uh soundtrack so yeah you could hear it's just like it's just like if not the game itself with the rabbits like the, the soundtrack itself is easily worth of admission if anything else yeah one thing i i liked was that when i got you get to the second world which is the frozen world um no not that not that frozen just frozen in general <laughs> like no disney references here just let it go uh uh there was no, there's no music when you enter 
it's, oh, just, yeah. it's just ambient noise, and I'm like, well, that's weird. I could have sworn they said it was, there was music in this level, and I'm like, oh yeah, because it's all frozen over. So why would it be praying when? Why would it be playing when everyone's freezing to death? Right, right. Like when you see it, it's a barren wasteland, but thankfully, like once you clear out like the, the darkness and uh, and the world opens up, like oh, this is how it's supposed to look like, and the music plays all jolly jolly. Uh, like the, uh, I do agree. Like yeah, the whole backtrack thing. Once you open it, the place just opens up, but you have to go backtrack. Especially like there's some powers that you need that comes after that world, yeah. which a little bit annoying, but uh, fine, I'll take it. I'll yeah. revisit again if I have to. Yeah. But remember, it's not it's optional to do it at that time again some of them you do have to continue on so they want it's like a metroidvania thing where you have to right, right, get right, everything right. which i appreciate because you know uh it gives it gives more content and again i'm only in world three and i've been playing it for a week and mm. like, there are times when i've like i'll sit i'll lay down in my bed and i'm like okay i'll play it for two hours and i do like four or five levels and all of a sudden an hour and a half has gone by i'm like really? <laughs> yeah that's pretty much how i felt during that past sunday just like this like even like the, the the enemies you see in the old world, you can easily skip. So you're you're not necessarily meant for the grind. Even just doing the, the mainland um, story missions itself, they'll, they'll grind you with some very good EXP. So you don't necessarily have to grind this game, which I, yeah. I really do appreciate that. Yeah. 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 Uh, although it, it is weird that sometimes they don't tell you you're getting EXP. Have you noticed that? The, you'll do a battle and they'll go right right to the coins and the star pieces, and they won't. Tell yes. You yes. Like, what? Like I think it's only meant for the main story missions because like even like I thought like what was the criteria of getting like EXP like oh just like having your entire party survive or it's just for a main story it yeah granted it's not very clear of, like if you are getting EXP or not yeah yeah they didn't do a little, they should have done a little bit better on that but still overall we're having fun oh yeah uh, what's your what's your loadout team. Uh, personally, for me, I have been very enjoying because Rabbit Peach has just been so good with the healing. I love her, and like Mario's Overwatch is just again dual pistols, uh, aim at both sides, and especially like when you unlock that ability, like when you hang, when you um, jump boost and then hang and actually shoot mid air, that is so much good. It is. It is. That is so good. But okay. I'm actually growing, actually starting to enjoy um, Luigi just because his sniper skills uh, is yeah. is godly. Yeah. Especially in the far distance, he is, Luigi has absolutely got you, especially with his um, Overwatch of actually sniping twice. So that's one thing. But I also got to give props to uh, Rabbit Mario, just uh, just because again his close range is so good and it's a shockwave, so he can easily do some crowd control. So yeah, Rabbit Mario is definitely one. I haven't tried the other um, Rabbit Luigi. Peach is okay, but again, he's she's more of a she places shields on your character, which it's fine. But I need that healing. So I don't know. I argue that Rabbit Peach is actually better than the original Peach. Uh, I agree, and I felt actually felt that way about the original game. But uh, I I agree that they all have their their benefits. And one thing that the the game actually does really well is they give you those special, you know, this person and this person level. Mm, oh yeah, yeah, so character yeah. specific uh, stages. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So you so you have to use them, and I appreciate that because in the original game you slowly gained your roster yes. and then you could choose your team here you had six people automatically and then you get edge and rabbit rosalina and bowser and that's fine but if you get set in your ways it's hard for you to think about oh yeah i should go and try this person whereas then when you had to do like the mario and luigi level or the rabbit luigi and bowser level yeah yeah yeah, yeah. princess peach and rabbit peach you're like okay i've got to figure out how to use these people and then you can get an inclination of their skill sets like i said mm. uh, at one level 
I had to deal with some snipers. And so I'm like, okay, then I'll bust out Luigi because I had played a level with him and knew that he was a really good sniper. So, and that helped me get through the level. But other ones I needed edge and other ones I felt Rabbid Luigi could probably do better. Mm -hmm. And one, I wish I had uh, Rabbid Mario because his I, I had gotten it to where he could punch four times instead of two. Ah. Uh. So helpful, but I, I didn't. And thankfully I made it through the level, but still. Um, but yeah, overall, this game is a lot of fun. Highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. It was well worth the wait. And I, we're, we're, I only know for halfway through. I don't know how many worlds there are in this game. I mean, granted, it's not that long of a game because like, I think it's only like a major of five worlds, if I recall, after exactly. once you get Bowser. But overall, it's just like, this. as you said, this game it is definitely a werewolf for full price submission, if anything else. And of course, naturally, if you have one, the gold edition like myself, then yeah, there will be a DLC season pass with... Uh, Rayman of Rayman. all things, so that's I mean I heard Rayman in such a long time, so they haven't forgotten about him yet. Nope. So yeah, that's gonna be an interesting DLC to say the least. But overall, yeah, as I said, Sparks of Hope definitely one of the better and uh, games for your Switch library. So if you happen to get a chance on Bargain or whatever, by all means, definitely add this thing to your library. I would, I would say, like, don't wait for the bargain bin. But like, there's a lot of games coming out. <laughs> for sure, for sure. We got so much days. I mean, hey, funny enough, like, going into it, like, yeah, I, I actually just got a confirmation that Bayon my Bayonetta 3 special edition is coming in tomorrow. So, yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, but, yeah, I will hopefully have my review up. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'll have my review up. But uh, by next week. So be ready for that. Yeah, again, right now I'm I'm hovering around four out of five. I gave the original four point five, and I think part of it is that it was just so unexpected and whimsical. Mm -hmm. And now I can judge it. Now I can judge the sequel against something. It's like, okay, yeah, it, it's better, but is it as good? Like, I I will reserve judgment. But I'm very much enjoying this game. I can't wait to get back to it tonight. And uh, if anything, when you're done with it, you can play it again and just try it with a new team. Like, yep, yep, yep. yep. There's there's the appeal in that. All right, non-rabbit user, how about you go now? <laughs> Alrighty, so um, actually most of my week was spent on playing Star Ocean The Divine Force because I oh, wanted to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. You should be. I am the host, how dare you? And before our 300th show, man. <laughs> I know, I'm just scum of the earth. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but... please, I, wanna hear, I honestly want to hear what you thought about the game. Yes, All right, so... Overall, I think the game is solid in terms of its gameplay and how it like wants you to go through the story. I think the problem of the game itself is the first half of it is just kind of boring. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I think that's why a lot of people are giving like kind of bad reviews because I don't think they actually get past the first half. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! Game journalist. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to I've be done fair, that. I've yeah, done, I, I played a. I, I, legit one time played a game for two hours and was just like yeah this is terrible i'm just gonna review it now and then i got ripped on it with my reviews like do you even go past the first few hours like no <laughs> i didn't feel like it no, no i really did and i honestly like i actually put a time step on like when it got interesting or when i started to care about things and it's 20 hours in what 20 at a so it's a 50 hour game oh wow so 20 hours is when it finally got interesting. And I think that's just because the fantasy elements, I think, are a little more cliche oh. than the space elements, which I've noticed a lot of the Star Ocean like succeeds a lot more on its sci-fi adventure rather than on its fantasy. So this is a like a unique where they try to have like half of it more fantasy-esque and the other half was the Star Ocean-esque. Right, right, right. When right, it's right. being a Star Ocean game, 
it's pretty good. It's pretty fantastic. They do a lot of like cool stuff and they pull a lot of influences from like other things. Like I noticed a few Star Trek references, which I was just kind of laughing uh, about okay, <laughs> and okay, sharing okay. it with uh, my wife because she's a bigger Star Trek fan than I. <laughs> and it's just I just thought it was like cool because when they do like those space like references and they do like all this like cool like lingo that they like I wouldn't say steal, but they steal the concept of just adding lingo that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but makes you feel like they do from like Star Trek. I would say Star Wars, but fine. Sure, sure, sure. Star Wars, you know they have no idea what they're talking about. No, Star no, Trek, no, at no, least no. they you think they do. No, no, no. Battlestar Galactica is the one where they, you know, just make up words. That's fair. Anyway, continue. Um, so like the battle's solid. You have if you when you when it works, it works. The problem is when they have uh, like uh enemies that are only airborne or when there's airborne bosses because the air fights are not nearly as good as the ground fights all right, all right. and that was my most frustrating boss was an air fight mainly because the party members you have are useless mm. not because they have useless abilities but because they just stand in all the aoe's and die instantly as soon as an aoe attack happens so incompetent ai gotcha yeah and i can't like edit that like that's one thing i missed from like some of like the gambit systems from like the ps2 era of when they started adding those kind of systems where you can control your party members like automatically rather than uh, just having to switch to them to move them <clears throat> and i feel like this game could have benefited from letting your party members have like gambit systems like oh if you're going to be attacked by something move away ah uh, so something like something like with the recent jrpgs like tales of arise like the auto system like an, an ai system you actually can customize so. yeah like yeah that'd be perfect for this game um there is one party member that i will say is actually really good that's the healer nina because she is can only heal <laughs> she has no offensive abilities whatsoever so she literally can't do anything but heal you. But it's great because that's all she'll do. So like the opposite of Donald. Exactly. <laughs> it's like if you if you took all of the like offensive abilities off of Donald and only they gave him cure. Yeah, okay. That's all <laughs> he those, would do. For those, for those who aren't getting the joke, that we're talking about Donald Duck from Kingdom Hearts, who is supposed to be your dedicated healer, and he sometimes won't heal you until it's too late. Mm -hmm. He'll heal Goofy over you usually. <laughs> oh, Goofy's half health. I'll get it. Oh, Sora's at one HP. Yeah, he'll survive. <laughs> Thanks, Donald. But yeah, the healer. So the healer of this game is fantastic. Recommend always having Nina in your party. She is always going to be useful. And she always prioritizes reviving people's one issue, kind of, just because you have everyone dying all the time. So she'll go to revive people over heals. But at the same time, you won't really need heals all that often if you are a smart player in this game. Because, you know, you'll dodge things. You won't go into AoEs and be surprised you're dead. Right. They go like <laughs> they won't be in AoE zones. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So the fighting, though, is really fast paced. And I really like that they give you the option of having frame rates over fidelity. So I just did frame rates because the action gameplay is 100% focused on making sure that you dodge and weave at all the right times. That's and tedious. Yeah, when you're fighting, it's really it works really well. So I think a lot of the issue, though, I have with it stems with its cinematic animations as well as its mm. in-game character model animations yeah as i saw in your review like basically a whole lot of doll syndrome basically like it's lifeless like it's staring <laughs> into my soul you know? yeah like it's just weird um one scene in particular like in the beginning i like i noted this in my demo review of it but it's like you'll have the person talking about ha giving them a sword and then they'll like they'll have a sword in their hand that's not their own 
and then it'll just wind up on the ground. Like you won't see them throw it. You won't see them like putting on the ground. It's just in their hand and then it's on the ground. Oh, so and it, like, then cuts it, the cuts. it cuts to the sword and then it cuts to the person who grabs the sword, but he's not grabbing the sword. It's just in his hand. And so it's just like it's those weird like cuts that you'll see like in a PS2 game because they don't have like good um, in-game models. So it'll just be like, say, oh, I need to take you to have this like Paupu fruit, say, of Kingdom Hearts. And it'll be like, oh, Paupu fruit. And they'll be like in a person's hand. And then the next thing they'll be in the other person's hand. Like you don't see the transition between hands. It's just there. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like kind of takes you out of the moment a bit. Especially because, like, the voice actors they got are actually pretty fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say Leticia's voice actor plays it a little too well because, like, you feel like she doesn't belong there. But she's supposed to act like she doesn't belong there. So it's, like, that's the perfect. But at the same time, it's just, like, awkward at the same time. Like, you you feel like the I – I've felt this in my life syndrome of just, like, oh, I've, I felt where I didn't want to be in a party, but I was there kind of a deal. Like, oh, she's this – fantasy-related character who used to be in a princess of a kingdom is now on a starship flying through space. Mm -hmm. You get that because she doesn't feel right at home. It feels awkward. (laughs) All right. So one of the reasons I wanted to play this game, and Scott hasn't heard this story before, uh, my gaming life in certain ways was, in certain ways, was started by Star Wars until the end of time. It was the game that really made me want to make video games because I I got I saw the I saw the commercials of it on the TV and I'm like you know they actually played gaming commercials on TV and I was like this actually looks really really cool and I got it at Target on sale on Black Friday when it was thirty seven fifty which is a big deal <laughs> all right like fifty to thirty seven like that's a good that's a good deal and I loved it I loved the game right off it was a lot of fun and. Uh, it still ranks as one of my favorite RPGs ever. I know a lot of people feel that way. And then later on, uh, I, there was another one, uh, The Last Hope, I believe it was, on Xbox. And I heard it wasn't good. And I'm like, oh, that's sad. And then when Divine Force was coming out, I'm like, oh, okay, this is my chance to dive back into Star Ocean. And now I'm just like, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong, I completely agree with Scott that there, there was a lot of cliches until the end of time. But I was still invested well before 20 hours in, all right? Like right, yeah. You're invested yeah. the first few hours in, let alone the first 20. By, by, by hour 20, you're like, okay, this is like, well, how much better can this get, all right? Mm-hmm. So. Right, even like this, to the end of time, you're like, yeah, that, like that intro cinematic, even I recall, even for PS2 era graphics, it's like right. that thing was like, that's what catches you. Like, yeah. again, the, the, the era of space travel and all that, especially starting a hot, like, hotel resort. <laughs> so now it's just like, where is that wonder? Again, that star ocean that you're supposed to explore. And all. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's what Star Ocean does its best is when it's like space oriented. Because yeah, I agree. In the end of time, was fantastic. Yeah, but like, but that's why I wanted to counter because the fantasy elements in that game were fun. All right? Yeah, like when you were like on the first planet where you're just trying to figure things out, and then you get to uh, I can't think of the planet's name for the life of me, but the it was the, the Kingdom of Aquaria, I believe it was, or something like that. And you meet Nell Zelfer, who is one of the coolest characters yes. in all of gaming. You gosh dang right. <clears throat> and, you know, like, you cared about the fantasy world. And then when you got to the space, like, you were so invested with the, in the in the fantasy elements that when the, spa- the sci-fi came back, you're like, oh, yeah, this is that kind of game. Like, you remember the moment when the Vendini came down after the battle and you are riding a freaking dragon. All right? That's yes. canon. It was awesome. That was a great boss fight, too. But 
Like, you cared about the fantasy elements, and then when he went to Star Ocean, and then they went revealed they're in the Matrix the whole time? Like, what? Like, it was that wonderful escalation that made that set the game apart. So it's kind of sad that it takes 20 hours in this game to be good, or to be invested. Like, that's... Would you, if you did that, like, in a comic book, you wouldn't get that far. Like, uh -uh. you wouldn't be able to make the comic because, like, oh, yeah, here's the story, but gets really good 20 issues in. Then you failed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or, or, like, imagine Avengers Endgame, and the final battle was great, but the first two hours to get there is, like, a slog. <laughs> Infinity War sucked. <laughs> well, let's not talk about that. Uh, no, I, I like Infinity War. I, I do feel Endgame was better. Although, some people say the opposite. I don't get that, but whatever. Opinions, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, by the way, Black Adam was great. If you think otherwise, you suck. <laughs> I do want to see it, if nothing Damn. more, for Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> I just want to go and see if just with Dwayne Rock Johnson and Pierce Brosnan. So, yeah. <laughs> Brosnan was so good. He was so good. Anyway, but uh, all right. I, since I didn't read re your review, what was your score of it? I gave it a three out of five. Ooh. Ouch. Also, oh yeah, I forgot one more thing. One thing I loved until the end of time was there was the battle system. I liked the uh, I liked switching between characters and controlling them because that was kind of a new concept for me at the time, especially after games uh -huh. like Kingdom Hearts where you could only could control Sora. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But hearing about how the the battles more about dodging, like that just seems boring, you know. Like with till the end of time, it's like okay, I have to do this move, then this move. Okay, I'll switch to Cliff Fitter. Okay, the the names in that game, like Fake <laughs> Line God, Cliff Fitter, like okay, Mirage. Like, she, Mirage was great, but like still Mirage. Like really? Like you can't do better than that. <laughs> anyway. Then in Divine Force we get like Raymond and Antonio and <laughs> that, that at least sounds honest. You know? Yeah. You know, I mean, like not 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 everything needs to sound like it's played by Nick no, Cage. It doesn't. I just find it humorous. <laughs> it is. It is humorous. All right, but three out of five. Oh, now I'm actually kind of glad I didn't have to play, especially if it's fifty hours long. That would take a lot. Yeah. It's a JRPG. I mean, Square Enix JRPGs are like, yeah, even with unnecessary padding and all that. But I'll give props again. It's like good design, it's character designs and all that. So, man, man, it's, uh, one, it's, a, it's, it's a song. One thing I will really be angry about is they try to take in um, kind of influence from Elden Ring with how you know they like give you a quest and then just like you have to actually remember the quest and oh, show you like the quest yeah, log. Yeah, they that do that same thing in Divine Force. There's no quest log. There's no icons. There's no indicators. You have to remember everything. Yeah, that was a major complaint on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I was... I was kind of just like annoyed because I'd pick up like a quest. You're like, okay, now, what I, now I need to see what a quest I have when I go to this area. It's like, oh, it does. There's no quest log. I don't know what I have to do here. Uh, yeah, not that. That again, in a JRPG, you don't have a quest log. Like, what the heck? And, and so, like, I have to actually remember things. So I had to take notes on like doing quests, which there was one I wanted. To, I had to make sure I took meticulous notes on because it's a side quest I actually wanted to do because it unlocked something that I wanted to have. Uh, so I guess that's what like what, what the critics say like this is a 90s JRPG uh, yeah, so, yeah you have to okay, you okay. have to take notes <laughs> oh writing in this day and age remembering <laughs> expanding your brain oh what yeah. a concept <laughs> I'm, there, no, I don't there are things you can miss because of that too which is sad <laughs> yeah no I don't, I don't no. no 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 uh alright ooh Slight, I, I know this is we're not doing we're not going to do news today, but we're, I want to talk about two things. One is the Bayonetta reviews. I'm just seeing this. I'm, I'm really on Twitter right now, and I saw this. All right. 
very positive. Very positive. Yes. Yeah. Very positive. I'm like ten out of tens, nine at nine point fives, nine, one eight. What the heck is Vooks? Why would you call a site Vooks? Really? But anyway. But yeah, it looks like uh looks like that'll be a hit. So congrats to Bayonetta three. Uh, I'll pick it up eventually. I got I got other games to play right now. <laughs> I'm either getting Persona or Bayonetta for my birthday. Right now, I'm gonna lean to Persona. Pers I argue Persona because well, like well, just for the sake of length. Not just that, but obviously it'd have to you know ship to my parents in time and then them wrap it. So I have a feeling mom would go like, okay, this one's already out right now, and get the other one for Christmas or whatever. So yeah, we'll see. But uh, I'm happy to hear it got good reviews, so that's at least mm -hmm. something. The other thing I want to talk about before we get into the next uh, segment is Pokemon. Oh. Because in the spirit of Halloween, we got a new... Uh, Pokemon? Pokemon, yeah. We got a new Pokemon reveal. A ghost-type Pokemon reveal, no doubt. And it is the Pokemon known as Gray Yard. Get it? Like graveyard, or so they tell me. Uh, but that's why I'm not. I'm not talking about it just because we got a new Pokemon. I want to talk about it because of what the uh, inherent ability of the Pokemon is. Grayyard has the ability to quote unintentionally drain the life force of people around it. This is a thing. This is canon. This is from the official tweet. Not a puppy you want to cuddle with. <laughs> no. No. Now, now, in the documentary video, which I really like in these documentary videos, I really want to, I really want to note that. Um, they show the trainer like kind of getting tired. I'm like, is the dog putting it to sleep? You know, that isn't that a nice turn of fate. But uh, no, it's draining the life force out of out of the Pokemon trainer. Why is this a thing? Like. You, you weren't here for this episode, Scott, but we did an episode on, like, the worst Pokemon, the creepiest Pokemon, and we were talking about, like, Drifflim and Spiritomb and whatever. Oh, and, I kid, and I kid you not, three days beforehand, before this announcement, uh, there was an episode of Pokemon Ultimate Journeys. I'm six episodes in. It, yeah, it's not that good right now. But, uh, like, how can you have six episodes of fill in a row? Like, really? Anyway, uh, in one of the episodes, there is a ghost train. Because, of course, there is. Why wouldn't there be a ghost train in the Pokemon anime? And we find out, we actually hear the Pokedex, like the actual voiced Pokedex, say that Drifflim latch on to children to carry them into the afterlife. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're reaffirming that that's canon. And then they say the problem is that the kids are so heavy that they just get attached to the children and then the kids drag them around. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's clever. <laughs> I like that. I like that because it's like everyone knows that story that the Drifflim are balloons that carry the children to the afterlife, which is freaky as heck. But no, they can't lift up the kids, and so the kids just pull them around. I like that. I was like, okay, that's countering the kind of darker nature of Pokemon. And then they reveal Grayyard, who drains her life force. Why would you do that? Like, why? <laughs> seriously. No, seriously, answer me. You too. Talk. Uh, ah, well, well, Pokemon is just like, it is that complete. Like, oh, let's put in some dark lore in this. Oh, the, the, the major fishes is from the from the souls of its dark, of fallen allies. Oh, wait a minute. There's a ghost Pokemon that basically takes you away from the afterlife or just drains your life force and basically spirits you away. How can we make this cute, cute design be horrified to children? I try, I try to see 
like what they're coming from here. And again, like I like what have I can now remember Driftlim as not that scary because you know it, it wants to lift them. It's, it still wants to lift them to the afterlife, but it can't. And I can find that there. I can find humor in that. I can't find humor in a dog that drains my life force. Like it even says that it's it's easy to befriend, but that's the problem, because then you're befriending a dog that is draining your life force. Why? Why would I want to be around such a creature? Like, seriously. And then, as many people have pointed out, more than likely, this dog ink is going to evolve. And it's probably not going to be as cute. <laughs> and so then it's an evil dog that is draining your life force. What? Uh, I can only imagine. Again, we have such scary forms, like from the, the mega evolution of uh, Gengar. So I can only imagine, like, what other scary, scary Pokemon form is going to come out in this generation. Jeez. <laughs> <sighs> I, I, I get it the pokemon they're, they're trying to show that the pokemon world is not as cuddly yes cuddly, <laughs> great, great way of putting it it's not as cuddly as you expect it to be there, there's danger in it and they actually the manga shows this perfectly like they showed a haunter almost devouring the main character at one point because that's what a hunter does apparently and i can acknowledge that this is a, a a reality that they have to face in this world and, and i get that i do but when you make a cute dog that you say is easy to befriend and like you you start the post like it was a two post thing on twitter it was the first <laughs> post was graveyard is a ghost type pokemon that is very easy to befriend and then the second tweet is oh by the way it unintentionally drains your life force so you have to be careful around it. like no <laughs> good luck <laughs> good luck with that also not this, that this confirms that there is life energy in the Pokemon universe. How much life energy does a person have? Because if this graveyard can drain your life force, there's obviously a limit. So doesn't that mean that just by having this Pokemon around, it'll kill you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Like, there has to be a limit. Like, that's just how life works, right? I mean, if you, I mean, think about it morbidly a little bit. Like, I guess the graveyards would probably attra be attracted to elderly people. Like, oh, have a final pet companion before you go to the afterlife. It's like, I'm, I'm getting that morbid, morbid image. Like, oh, this graveyard would probably, like, oh, be on a tra see travelers. Oh, be it young or old. I don't know. It just seems to be that case. Yeah. And then. I was I was I was making fun of the dog before I knew about the whole life force draining thing. I was like, oh, the dog has the candle on its head. Why does it have that? There's already plenty of Pokemon that have candles on its head. And then you said like, you know, taking you to the afterlife. I'm like, that's the thing that's gonna ferry you to the afterlife. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna follow the candle on its head to wherever you have to go. Like Pokemon, just just stop it. Please. Oh, they won't stop. No, they they won't. will not stop. <laughs> we'll get more ghost terrifying cuteness probably in the future. Yeah. Ghost, rock, oh, like, they'll, they'll be going all the way in. Like, yeah. And again, we, as you said in Brain Power podcast, like all these generations from literally God beings to all that's like, what else they're going to do? Like, oh, they, they have Fido. Fido. Yeah. <laughs> like, all that's and Betty Bolt. <laughs> what else? What else? Yeah. I, I saw, I can't remember what the meme said, but it was a, it was a, uh, it was a meme about Fido and, and Graveyard. Like, one is, one you would want to eat and the other one's eating you <laughs> <laughs> like not inaccurate not inaccurate all right uh so as i said we we're not doing news today uh the bayonetta thing just like, kind of came up but uh i want to have some fun to kind of you know shake things up so ladies and gentlemen first for the first time in a long time it's quiz time <laughs> 
you who haven't been around uh, for, I, I actually don't know when we did the first quiz time. I would like to think it was one of our first first 100 episodes, but let's just roll with it. Around that time, around period, that I believe. Time. So what we do is I, your benevolent host, shall now become game show host, Triforce Todd, and it will be Will versus Scott in a battle of Nintendo knowledge. And there are, we'll do three rounds. There are one-point questions, there are two-point questions, and there are three-point questions. And the winner is the one who has the most points at the end of three rounds. If there is a tie, we'll do a tiebreaker question, but there's never been a tie in the history of quiz time, ladies and gentlemen. So be ready. So, Scott, as, yes. the, uh, as you are the newest member of the team who has never partic partaken in quiz time, one point, two point, or three point questions. Go for uh, easy one point. Okay. <clears throat> Ooh, let's think. Let's think of a good one. Um. Okay, in the spirit of Pokemon, <laughs> and since it's Halloween, I want you to name five ghost type Pokemon. But you can't do evolutionary forms, so you can do just to give you one. You can do Gengar, but you can't say Ghastly. Okay. Okay, so not in the same line. Not gotcha. in the same line. So five gotcha. ghost Pokemon, go. Alrighty, uh, Litwick. Okay. Ghastly. Yes. Uh, Drifloom. Nice. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hard to think of it, isn't it? <laughs> Come on, Scott. I know, I know more. I know you know more. <laughs> I can actually guarantee you that you know more. Yeah. You're a Pokemon fan here. So. No, I know. I, no, if, if Scott was really to think about it, he'd have four right now. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want Greyyard. Yes! That's a ghost Pokemon. <laughs> that counts! That's four. We need one more. Come on. Ten seconds. Oh, that's Psychic. Five, uh... four, three, two... Oh. Come on, one. No, ah. Time's up. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I was about to say Chandelure. Chandelure. Oh my gosh, that would have no, been. No, wait, no, wait. He said Litwick. Litwick is a. Yeah, that's oh, right. Okay, Litwick. okay. Oh, never mind. No, you, you could have said Darkrai. I could have. Uh, let's see. Uh, crap. I just. I, uh, you could have said. Uh, Duskull. 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 Yeah. Duskull is one of my favorites. You could have said uh, Corsola. That's a ghost type Miss, in the Galar region. You could say Mistrevis. Uh, oh, jeez. Uh, Sableye. <laughs> Mischievous was the one I had in my head, but I just could not there remember the name. Chuff it, Bennett. Spirit Tomb. I said Spirit Tomb earlier. You <laughs> did. I am, I am terrible. Giratina? Oh, yeah, Giratina is technically Mask, Confagrigus, Zoro and Zoroark. You know, that was a one pointer. That was one point, and you blew it. Man, I, I know. And I, I know, really I, bad. I, I knew I give you, I said, like, oh, you can't do evolutionary lines. But that, I was like, that was easy, because you could have just said Ghastly, Gen or Haunter, Gengar, and then Driftbloom and Driftland, and that would be done. So, whatever. Yeah. All right. No points for you. Ah, that's understandable. All right. Will, one, two, or three? Hit me with the easy one point. Oh, wow. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not confident. I remember my last time with my, my face up with, with Tyler. I All do right. not need a, a repeat again. All right. Okay. Um, in Metroid, who was Samus Aran's former commanding officer that later became her AI companion? This is totally a one-pointer. Come on. 
Uh, 28 never played Metroid. Oh! Oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, it, uh, it does it all. Oh, yes, we're about to find the Nintendo Gamer card. Um, no, 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 no. If I knew uh, this would be this bad, I wouldn't have done quiz time. <laughs> what was that? Oh. Pay no attention to that. The microphone just fell. Commander, Commander. Um, and what, what, uh, is it in uh, Metroid uh, Zero Mission? Uh, I have no idea, dude. Five, um, four, three, two, one. It's Adam. Oh, okay, from Metroid your... Dread. Uh, yeah, 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 I saw something close yeah, on that, yeah. He, he, call, he calls her Lady because he, she was the only woman in his outfit. Yeah, and then his consciousness was downloaded into an AI for her to use in uh, Metroid Fusion and Metroid Dread. Uh, yeah, 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 I saw something. Okay, okay. We might have to go more than three rounds here because you guys suck. <laughs> Excuse me, dear host. <laughs> All right, Scott. All right, we'll do oh, two points this time. Okay, two point question. All right. Uh, got it. I wanna, I want, I wanna be, I wanna be good on this one. Let's see. Um. Hmm. Ooh, I, I, I try not to go too hard. I have a three point question when you guys are ready, because I've got the, per <laughs> I've got the perfect one for you. Okay. Actually, I also want to do a Metroid question. Okay. So, what is the only console console that Metroid has not had a dedicated game on? Oh, of the Nintendo line. What do you mean of the Nintendo line? <laughs> what the heck is that supposed to mean? I could say PlayStation, but... <laughs> oh, come on. Let's just, don't be stupid. Hmm, trying to think. I think see. One on the NES, yes. Super Nintendo, yes. N64, did N64 have a Metroid? I think it did. I want to say N64. That is absolutely correct. Oh. Yes. <laughs> In fact, that's why Metroid Prime was such a breakout hit, because there was not an N64 game on it. This Metro, Samus was in Smash Brothers, but she was not in a dedicated game. And before any of you say, what about the Wii U? There was a Nintendo Land game that was dedicated to yes. Metroid. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that counts. All right, and yes. obviously Switch had Dread. We had the end of the Prime Trilogy and just the trilogy in general. So, and then, of course, the original Metroid was NES, Super Metroid was SNES, and so on and so forth. But yes, N64, so congratulations, Scott! You have, Yay. you are now you have taken the lead in round two. Congratulations. <laughs> Alright, Will, one, two, or three. Uh match it up too. Okay. Uh let's see. Uh I can hear the the Jeopardy music just playing in my head right now. <laughs> Alright. Legend of Zelda. What is the origin of Navi's name? What is it a reference to? Origin of Navi's name. Let's see. The origin of Navi's name. Okay, back in the arena of time. Okay, let me rephrase the question again. Uh, Navi gets her name from something. What is it a reference to? So it's not, not like her in-lore name. 
being as a navigator? That is correct. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't have to think it's, too hard on that. It's from Navigate. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I didn't have to. I didn't have to bust my brain on that one. Okay, okay. <laughs> Ironically, apparently, a Navi was supposed to be an upside-down triangle targeting system, but she was eventually turned into a fairy to help Link find his way. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, okay. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. Uh, round three. We're definitely going more than three rounds now. Uh, <laughs> round three. Got. Alrighty. I guess I'll just. Let's do the three pointer so you can get your question out of the way. Oh, okay, okay, curious. <laughs> name, outside of your main character, name ten characters in Animal Crossing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you are evil, man. Oh, evil. Okay. And that's why I'm the host. <laughs> Let's get the easy one out of the way, Tom Nook. That's correct. <laughs> that's one. Um, Isabel? Yes. Yes. So villager doesn't count. No, villager counts. Oh, okay. I said your main character. Ah, okay. Which I guess technically village, but the villager is also an extra character. It doesn't matter, but yeah. that's that's three. <laughs> so there's still seven more after remember is the problem. Yes. <laughs> uh, trying to remember. It, yeah, the thing is, it's an expansive list. I'm looking at the list. It's there's a large list. list. I know there that. There is a large list. I'm just trying to remember because I've. I mainly only like helped my wife play Animal Crossing more than played it myself. I like oh, I, I helped my wife play. Yeah, that, that's, that's my excuse, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so I'm trying to think of names. I think there's one called like Kiv. Uh, Kiv? Yeah. No. No, it's not Kiv. You're close, but it's not Kiv. Uh, it's not K Y I V. What is it? Fee? No. No. Not the name. I should get away from that one because I'm just going to be focused on that and then just forget about all the other names. <laughs> okay, who's that one that everyone liked? Because I remember there was that one. They're plenty of mean stuff as well, so. Yeah. Ten. Nine, <laughs> <eight>. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting it. I, I, yeah, I'm not going to get right. it. Some I might one, get one extra name, yeah. but it's not going to get ten. <laughs> Some of the ones you could have said were Snooty, Audie, Barreled, Sid. That's the one you were probably going oh, for. Darn. Yeah, that probably Jeff was. Shag, Renee, Smug. How about KK Slider? One of the most popular. KK uh, Slider is, is, yeah. Captain. Mr. Rossetti. Oh, oh, Mr. Mr. Rossetti. Rossetti. How did I forget him? Yeah, well, probably because he wasn't shouting at you. Uh, Daisy May, Chabwick, Buffina, Anka, Anka. Shino, oh, Chatter, yeah. Blathers the Owl, Dr. Shrunk, uh, Gullivar, Petri, Frida, Ione, uh, Biscuit, Carlos, Brewster, <laughs> Berardo, of course there's a Berardo, uh, Blanca, Marlo, Barbara, you get the idea. Yeah, uh, all right. there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> all right, Will. It is your turn. One, two, or three. I'm gonna take the the general easy route. Give me a two pointer. <laughs> he's, he's gonna try and he's gonna try and uh, come back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, wait a minute. Didn't you get the last one? Yeah, we're tied at two, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm sorry, I, I lost track. I was thinking about the Animal Crossing still. I I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. Okay, Donkey Kong Country. 
what generational character is Donkey Kong? Generation. As, as in, what generation of Donkey Kong is he? In country. In country. Uh, let's see, going back the years, Donkey Kong Country, the first game I have, I have seen my brother play this game. Um, it is in nineteen. I want to say this one, but I, I'm not too sure. Is it in nineteen ninety? No, not, not not date. Oh, oh. I mean, like in what, like you're like a legacy. What generation is Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong Country. Like first generation, second generation, third generation. Oh, oh, oh okay, 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 okay. What generation? Okay, not the first gen. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. I remember the conversation from Snake. Um, third generation? That is correct. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Cranky uh, Kong is the original Donkey Kong that Mario fought in the arcade game. His son was Donkey Kong was Donkey Kong Jr. And Donkey Kong in Donkey Kong Country is the third generation. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I remember the, the conversation with Snake and, and Smash Bros. <coughs> well. I remember that one, yes. Yeah, yeah. Cranky Kong, also known as DK Senior, Donkey Kong 1, or Donkey Kong the First, is Donkey Kong's crabby, rambling grandfather. And father to Donkey Kong Jr. So, DK, as we know him in the Country series and subsequent series, is the third generation. Oh, okay, 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 You're okay. I got it. All right, so we're gonna go five rounds because this is now finally getting interesting. So <laughs> Will, Will is up four to two, and yep. we're in the fourth round. Scott, let's go with two. Okay, so you want to tie it up? All right. Um. Okay. Let's let's. I like the idea of the uh, of the generations. So I'm going to continue to ask you. You notice how I'm giving you a lot of numbering questions? Well, here you go. <laughs> there are seven Koopalings. Name three of them. No, wait, I'm sorry. There's eight Koopalings. Koopalings. Oh, so, okay. from... technically, there's, technically, there's eight. So I'm going to give you eight. So give me three of the eight. Okay. So is that like a Spike Koopaling? Or no, like the not that one, like, like the Koopa Kids. No, the Koopa Kids, like Bowser's kids. Yeah, Spike's one of them, then, right? No, I don't. Oh, that was the TV no. show. Crap. Nice, nice try. <clears throat> Already failing. Nice job. I know the TV show better than I know the game. Really? That side. <laughs> okay, okay. There, are, there, are t there are eight Kooplings technically. Mm -hmm. Give me three of them, and what, Spike is not one of them. No, he's in the he's in the '90s, like Super Mario Brothers three show. There you go. Oh. One is very easy. Yeah. I know. I just Say I know Bowser Jr. There you go. Technically he's not a Koopa Link, but everyone thinks he's a Koopa Link. <laughs> he counts. He counts. <laughs> right, he counts. Also, Smash Brothers, he counts. Yeah. So there you go. Think of the Smash Brothers trailer where they're all lined up in a row. What are their names? Gotta give you two more. I know their appearances. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. I know. <laughs> Uh, wasn't there uh wendy I yes think? Oh. okay yes because yes. that was the, the pink bow one yes okay, okay one more uh, uh, i'll reset the clock for that one because you gave me one you gotta give me one more you got bowser jr you got like wendy. There's a... come on not there's one that starts with an l i believe yes there's actually two <laughs> 
Three. Oh, two. Oh, three. Geez. Okay. Oh, there is three. I'm sorry. There is one that I was thinking. I, I think it's Larry, I think. Yes! Oh, wow, got it. <laughs> yes, okay, that's three. B Bowser Jr., uh, Wendy, and Larry. You also could have said Morton, Iggy, Roy, Lemmy, and Ludwig. Yeah, Ludwig von I would Koopa. never have remembered Ludwig, I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Ludwig von Beethoven. He's way about Beethoven. Uh, How you know I would Beethoven? never attribute that to a Koopa like this. <laughs> Yeah, don't judge him, Will. You've missed questions, too. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, remember, you both missed one-point questions, so don't, we... <laughs> don't get started. We just have to get, you know, uh, okay. prepped so, up. <laughs> Will, your turn. All right, let's keep keep the train going. Let's keep it, too. Okay. All right, so again, the score is tied four to four. Um, so I don't think I've given you a number question, so I'm going to give you one now. It's only fair. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, gotta think of a, gotta think of a fair one. <laughs> I just, I got, I gotta be fair. All right. Um, okay. This is, this is a Nintendo franchise, as Keith can attest to. In Bayonetta, <laughs> name three. Of the infernal demons that she can control. Gamora, uh, Lady Butterfly, no. uh, Ma Madam Butterfly. No. Oh, oh, it, oh. It's a very specific name. You're close, but that's not her name. I'll give you Gamora. Okay, Gamora, Abravago, and I see what one. I think one is called Vienna. Vienna, Vienna, Sana. Um, let's see, Matt, Matt, not Madam Butterfly, Midnight Butterfly. Uh, should I remember? Oh, man, I have it. All right, hold on. Let me, let's just let's just restart. You already said Gamora. Yeah, Gamora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Power to the divine. That's 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 one of them. Uh, what's another one you said? Uh, Abravago. No, that, 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 no, that's that's the word she says to summon them. Um, oh shoot. Okay. Uh, the second one I said is Madam Butterfly, but uh, that's not really the name. It's close. You're close. But it's not it's not Madam Butterfly. Midnight Butterfly? No. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna hate yourself when you hear it. So go do what Scott did and move on to another one and come back to it. Uh, <laughs> Don't get focused uh, on just one you're trying to remember. Ah, <laughs> uh, the demons of of Bayonetta. I see. Um of Vienna. No, that's that's a summoning name. Uh see uh let's see uh Gamora's uh showed the demon's name. I have remembered. It's been such a long time now since I played the games. Uh, let's see, Gamora. Let's see, uh, it's, uh, the demons of 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 the of the of let's see, let's see, not not no not Rodon. That's the caretaker. Um, let's see, Vienna. Ten seconds. Shoot, it's been so long. Uh, Madame Butterfly. It's been too long. I can't. Uh... You're gonna hate yourself. It's Madama Butterfly. Madama. I made a big mistake, and I know at one site that kept saying it was Madame Butterfly. No, it is Madama Butterfly. Uh, okay, Madama. So and what other ones? Uh, let's see. We got Gamora, which is the one that everyone remembers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's see. There was uh Malfas. Oh, Malfas. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, that's the one that uh, Bayonetta can summon to fly. 
Uh, let's see. There is a how do you say the name? Hecaton Share. That's the fists. Oh, Hecatonkris? Uh, yeah, Hecatonkris. Oh, of course, like the Greek, the Greek, uh, yeah, prisoner. Yeah. yeah okay. And there's other ones with so many dang names. Like, why do they have to be so, so long? Yeah, I would not have gotten that. I mean, Hecatonkris, yeah, again, Greek mythology and all that. And Gamora is easy to count, but the other ones, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Phantasma Morane. Okay, that one I would not have gotten. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. All right, that's, that, that's miss. All that's right, miss. so it is four to four, and we are in our final round. So <laughs> choose your next points carefully. All right, Scott, one, two, or three? Let's go three just so I can what? feel bad about losing. I mean, feel good about losing. That's the thing. <laughs> oh, it's like all in. All right, fine, all in. He's going, he's going for the kill. But will he be the one to die? We will have to see. I will not give you a numbered question because I feel that I have been unfair in <laughs> only giving you the, that many. Even though I was fair with the ghost type Pokemon one, you should, totally should be. I, I feel like you're fair. You were fair with that one. I Thank was you. just my head was That's not right. in it. <laughs> All right. Um. Let's see. Oh, I oh I got one. I I just want to make sure I look at I look it up right. <laughs> this is horrible. But it is one. That everyone has to know. Oh my gosh. The Legend of Zelda has had many games, but not all of them have been good. Because there were two games. No, was it three? Hold on. Okay, there were three. <laughs> three games on the CDI extension that are. Jeez. Yes! We are doing this. <laughs> we are totally doing this. All right. Uh, they were developed by outside players. They were, they were terrible. They were absolutely terrible. But they were, they were canon at one time until they weren't. Uh, so I need you to name of the three Legend of Zelda CDI games. Name two of them. I know the first one. I think it's called the Faces of Evil. That is, wow, that is correct. All right. That's the one that gets memed. I think into oblivion. Um, <laughs> that's probably right. <laughs> All right. Uh. Two more. I know the other two have Zelda starting as the thing, but they have different subtitles. That is correct. Uh... I'm actually surprised you got Faces of Evil instead of one of the other ones, because that's the one I knew. The other one. Oh. <laughs> like that's the I mean, like that's the one I kept hearing about. I didn't know about Faces of Evil. So, so you knew more than me. I'm looking up the wiki page. <laughs> oh. I had to know. I had to make sure. I, I know you. Time. You need the answers. I need I the don't. answers. I'm the host. <laughs> dang it. Right, so uh, the uh, there's two more. You have to give me one. Is it a wand of something? Like wand of Ganon? Or... No, no, it's not, not Ganon. Ganon. Not Ganon. The wand what of... Is that stupid name? It's a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name? Or you could do the other one. It's either or. See, will I get focused on the stupid wand? Uh... It's the wand of what? <laughs> I can already hear the our audience cringing. These guys were horrible. Yes, they were. Wait, I know the third one is Zona. It's just Zelda's Adventure, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get stuck on what I don't remember the wand there of whoever. Yes. It was. It was. Uh, Link, the Faces of Evil, which is the one I gave you. I'm gonna. I don't. You don't have to think of the Link. All right. Yeah. Uh, the third one was Zelda's Adventure, 
And the second one was the Wand of Gamelon. Okay, I would never have probably guessed Gamelon, so it's good I moved to the third one. Nice. So that, I said you only need to get two of the three, and you got them, so you have now seven points. Great. All right. Okay, uh, bo bonus point for uh, Scott. Do you name the people who made the games. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna get that one. Okay, so there are there are two different developers. I know right? it's like thinking. No, no, hold on. It's okay. Just relax. Okay. Yeah. The the part of the trick is that it's called not. It wasn't called the CDI. It's the Philips CDI. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, Philips yeah. Interactive yep. <clears throat> published L3. But the uh, the third one, Zelda's. Uh, sorry, the first two were developed by Animation Magic. Trust me, those games were not magic. And the third one was developed by Virtus. So yeah, I'm not. I would never have got never, those two. I know that's why it wasn't really a bonus <laughs> point. I, just to see. I was surprised you got these two because I only knew about the Wanda Gamelon. I always thought it was Gamerlon. My bad. Oh, I All thought right. it was Ganon's wand, but oh. okay. <laughs> Ganon was not in these games. Thank All right. Think of how he would have been uh, adapted. I'd rather not. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's seven to four, and Will, you must take the three-point question. Obviously, that's the only choice I got. You forced my hand, so I gotta take the oh. three. Oh, I forced your hand. I'm not the one who missed a one-point question. All right. <laughs> that would be me. No. <laughs> oh, you both did. All right. Uh, okay. Oof. It's gotta be a good three-point question. Like, I, I, I thought right. I, I thought I thought I had Scott with the, with the CDI questions because uh, CDI. I mean, come on. Better right. than you think, just because one of my uh, college roommates was obsessed with just making fun of the games, and he actually wanted to play them at one point. So he like emulated the faces of evil. Horrifying. Uh, <laughs> so many ways. That is such. That is pain. I do not. I do not wish upon anybody. No. No, it is not. All right. Let's see. Okay, in Skies of Arcadia, I'm just kidding. You're not. Kidding. <laughs> you wish you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. All right, I just wanna. Great. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. In Star Fox. Name. Five. No, I'll be fair. Name four members of Team Star Wolf. Oh, Wolf. Tig, uh, Pigma. Pigma. Uh, can Wolf O'Donnell is included? Wolf O'Donnell? Yes. Just like I would include Star Fox and Team Star Fox the Cloud and Team Star Fox. So I uh, Panther. That's three. Okay, and uh, let's see. Pigma, knows. Wolf, Panther. Uh, so, let's see. Pigma, Wolf, Panther. Uh, let's see, what, what was that, the lizard, uh, Leon? Leon Pawalski, nice job. Oh, I nice. also, I also would have accepted Crystal, because she became a Denver team. Right, technically she would have joined them, technically, well, she, yes. fell, she fell for Panther and, like, the dumbest thing ever, like. I like, do not, yeah, that's, I, I keep that out of my head cannon. thank you very much, yeah. I keep that out of my head cannon. <laughs> Alright. Oof, ladies and gentlemen. We are at a tie. <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised I, I, I'm actually remembering Leon. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you remember Panther because most people don't. I love Star Fox Assault. I would die on that hill. I would love <laughs> I Star Fox Assault. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. All right. 
So tiebreaker question. We're going to do a sudden death round. It is one question. Whoever answers it first wins. Great. Jeez. Oh, so hands on your buzzers. I'm just kidding. Just shout it out with you. <laughs> Whoever I deem to hear first. Whoever. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. We're going to do this a little bit differently because I really want you to think about it. I'm going to give you a game. And you're going to tell me the consulate was on. Great. Oh, okay. Okay. Remember, I'm asking for the uh, the console game of. So if I said, so if I said Super Mario Brothers three, you'd say what? NES. Correct. Mm. And Scott wins. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. It's not going to be that easy. <laughs> or is it? Oh. <laughs> I, I remember it's it's sudden death, so I could it could be a hard game. It could be a simple game. All right, ready? Mm -hmm. The game is. Mario Superstar Baseball. GameCube. Will wins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and notice, I remember the baseball game. Oh my lord, yes, I remember that time. <laughs> I did not get any of the games on GameCube for sports. So. Oh, you missed the GameCube era? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But that's also because my GameCube got stolen as a kid. So. Ah. Oh, the pain. Yeah, it was sad. Uh, <laughs> but yes, Will is the winner of the 300th NEP episode quiz time. Uh, <laughs> I was right about one thing. Will would win. <laughs> hey, you, you made it close to me. You got a three-point question. I you, am very you did. You did. surprised I did. <laughs> if it was anything other than CDI Zelda, maybe I wouldn't have. <laughs> if you asked me that, that sort of question, there was no way I would have gotten that. Like, I, I was surprised like that Star Fox question actually was worked in my favor. There you go. All right. Well, that was a lot of fun, but let's get to our main event because, ladies and gentlemen, it is just days away from Halloween, and uh, to celebrate, we're gonna go a little bit villainous. I've been very villainous this episode, especially with my quiz questions. But we're gonna pick out our favorite scary villains in video game history because, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a boss fight. So, um, because it's Halloween, I want us to focus not on the, the best villains, the fun villains, or the menacing villains, which we talked about on previous shows, but ones that really, like, messed with you in one way or another. And I will open this up to beyond Nintendo games, just because, let's be honest, Nintendo doesn't always do scary villains, so that's, that's okay. Um, but Will, I'm very interested in yours. Give me one boss that you are actually scared of as a kid or thought was very, very frightening looking. Well, the last time we did this conversation, like when Tower was still around, I, I gave my reference of King Boom Boom of Sonic Adventures 2, and that that boss still frightens me to this day. But I always said, I always said that a lot in the last time we did this. So another boss that has really made me scared stiff or just like really disturbed me in some way. Ah, uh, like, I'm just going through all the all the, the, the libraries right now and it, if there's like probably like one like grotesque boss. Huh. That, that doesn't be grotesque, but I mean just scary like in general. Scary, like I wouldn't consider King Boom Boom scary when try outside the fact that it's a giant bomb, but you know, what do I know? No, I no no like King I mean King Boom Boom, the, the ghost in in Sonic Adventure Battle 2. You you know like the boss the battle against Knuckles. Oh. Okay, I was thinking of the wrong game. You hear like, Rah! yeah, <laughs> scream. 
that thing still disturbs me to the point. But again, I already said that one already. So, ah, <laughs> uh, like my bo boss battle just that should really scared me. Like not not many bosses technically scare me aside from King Boom Boom, but I guess the only boss that actually would probably scare like just kind of like perturb me a little bit is I guess it probably would. Oh, oh, actually, this one probably would be. Um, I would I'd probably argue a little bit of Dupless in in Pokemon uh, Paper Mario does in your does in your door. Dupless. Dupless was terrifying <clears throat> in its own way. Yes. Um, reason I, I say that is because like as like when you head to the town of Dupless, like again you see that yeah like the twilight. Um, you you know what better, uh, Todd. Um, like the, the village. Like you see this the the whole area is just twilight. Twilight town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just like everyone's just dreary, and when you oh, you're going into this dark forest, like oh, that's always scary enough. But again, that's yeah, dark as expected of the setting. And then you meet Dupless, and like oh, like this, okay, he is good. And like oh, like it's gonna steal your memories, like gonna steal you. Or like okay, you beat him, yes, yeah, great. And like wait, why am I still on the screen? Like, and I jump, like oh no, I'm the shadow. What did he do to me? And I don't know. That, that was it. Threw me in such a loop. Like, why am I the shadow? What he did? And like, oh, he did. And then you like, you you meet the like um the the shadows themselves as that joins you. And <laughs> like when you go through that whole kerfuffle of trying to get back your body, and like, what's my name? What's my true name? And like, oh, how how you do this? And like this whole I don't know. Maybe I was still young at the time, but like when you figure out like Dupless, like how he stole your body, like why, like completely, like you, I don't know, um, what's the correct term? Like basically, like basically mind blown, just basically mind blown. Like how you know my name? Like it can't be, and like you, you basically review his true form. For some odd reason, that thing kind of like it was a little bit scary in a sense, just because like oh, like in this dark century, like you, you are shadow. You are sh uh, literally a shadow, and uh, like you're trying to get back your body, and like that whole, I guess that in a sense, in, in the spirit of Halloween, it's just that set, that's that Halloween setting. It's like, oh, I, I got a body snatch, like, and not, yeah, now I think about that, that's kind of scary in its own right. So yeah, I would, uh, yeah, stupid was definitely a boss battle that that definitely disturbed me. Not not as scary, but definitely disturbed. Like, oh, what's going on? What's going to happen? Like, yeah. So yeah, duplicate and uh, Paper Mario dogs in your door. Yeah. That is an interesting one. I I won't lie, uh, because that, that I I remember playing that for the first time, and I, I was I was kind of weirded out too, because like wait a minute, that's that's me. Why is why am I running away, but I'm still right here? And then that led to meeting one of my favorite yes characters. yes and, yes. And like yes, that yes. that led to me meeting one of my favorite characters ever in Vivian, uh, because she's great, and. Unless it's unless it's, it's Vivian's in Japan, then it's not. <laughs> I almost got into a fight with a guy because of that. Like that's that was there's a freaky moment because I that uh, was a debate. That was a debate. Like, yes. Oh my gosh, Japan! <laughs> why, why do you do this to me? Anyway, but uh, yeah, Duplass was very interesting. It's just a totally different kind of villain than you'd expect, because like oh, it's just a, you know pretender ghost. No, he's he can warp reality. Like mm -hmm. he would pop out of the screen and like attack you if you weren't when you got to a certain spot if you didn't if you didn't know his name, and like, wow, like just just this is why a thousand year door is so beloved because it went mm -hmm. out of the box. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, to to create these characters and villains and you know kind of uh, and remember the dragon ate the audience. 
Oh like, yeah, that like, was fairly disturbing. That was a like, like, <laughs> So yeah, that's there's a reason that that's the peak of the the franchise, and like no one can debate that. No one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nintendo, no one. So, but no, I, I that's a good one with Duplass. I like that. That's an interesting one. All right, mine is uh, very poetic because of events that happened right before the podcast. Uh, I won't tell you because I don't want to show fear. <laughs> lots and lots of fear. Seriously, lots of things happened right before the podcast. It was it was nuts. But uh, I'm going to go to the Legend of Zelda ah. and talk about Goma and Armor Goma. Ah, okay, 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 okay. Spider bosses. When you're a kid and you hate spiders more than life itself, and there's a giant spider boss in these games, you don't want to fight them. You mm. want to kill them as quickly as possible because it's it's wrong. It's wrong that these are bosses, and they are freaky. Okay, first of all, giant spider, never cool. And then they have, like, the giant eye on their body that you're supposed oh, yeah, to yeah, yeah. hit. And uh, throughout the games, whether it was Goma or Amagoma uh, in Twilight Princess, he keeps showing up. It's freaky. There's even a Queen Goma. And if you remember the Wii U tech demo, Goma was there fighting Link and in like HD. <laughs> and it's just like, why am I looking at this spider? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just everything about it is creepy. Every single thing. It's a giant spider with a big eye looking right at you. And you're supposed to like just not freak out. <laughs> like, no. I'm gonna freak out, okay? Like this is what I do. I will, I will totally freak out because this is—it's wrong. It's a spider, and it's wrong. All right. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. I, I will not back down from this. I will, grr. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I like I, I get the whole arachnophobia aspect of it because again, spiders is justly it's just downright creepy and but. In my age, like growing aging, like I have grown to respect it because one, it they are they do eat insects. They are like protectors of the house. So if you do see a spider in your house, yes, you don't have to like get near them. Like they're not like hunter wolves, like in Australia. Those things are like no big no territory. But yeah, like I, I learned to at least give some respect to spiders just because again they hit eat mosquitoes and all that. But yeah, in regards to like game bosses, like those two, like yeah. Yeah, you don't. You do not want to meet like giant spiders in, in video games, especially like I, I, I'm not. I pretty much keep can correct me on this, but I'm not sure if they. I know like giant ants and there's like insect bosses in like probably in the Dark Souls games, so or Dark- even Elden Ring. So well, uh, Fallout had massive ants. Like, oh had, yeah, they had like fire ants that would shoot actual fire. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. Uh, actually, in the game I just played, Star Wars Fallen or Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, they had giant spiders when he went to Kashyyyk. And, and, and Dothamir, and they would shoot like poison at you, and like they would charge you and wrap you up in their silk, and you had to like break out of it, else die. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> just no, no. And I mean, yes, I know this is my my uh, I I I do have weaknesses, despite being the host, ladies and gentlemen, but <laughs> like, no, I just, any any time you find me with a spider boss, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Screw this. I'm out. Goodbye. Nope, nope, yep. nope, nope. I'm going to do this. <laughs> nope. No, you, you can't make me. I will kill it with extreme prejudice and then try and never think about it again. So, yeah. It, it, Goma or Armagoma or Queen Goma. And, like, no. Just no. 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 
<laughs> I'm literally on the Google page looking at all the forms of Goma, and I'm horrified. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna click off, and I'm gonna give it to Scott. Gotta be a blacklisted name on Twitter now. <laughs> all righty. So as I was thinking about this, one of the game, I guess one of the bosses that really scared me at a time. It was one of the first games that I played when I got back from a two-year incursion in Canada where I played no video games for, like, yeah. And it was the first Last of Us on the PS3. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And in one of the levels, you have to go to the basement of a school, get the generator out, and once you do, or and start the generator, once you start the generator, a giant uh, swarm of, like, infected follow you to the gym. And once you get to the gym, this boss shows up that's known as the bloater. Oh, yes, the bloater. Yep, 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 yep. And that just, like, that whole, like, the moment from when you turn the generator on to the moment you see the bloater is almost done so perfectly well that I was so just freaked out the entire time. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so once you actually hit the bloater and having to kill the bloater, which, by the way, is super annoying because it's like a bullet sponge on, like, yes. the infected. And you don't have a lot of resources in The Last of Us. So you basically have to make sure that you're dodging the infected running at you as you're trying to kill the bloaters so you can get past the door. Yep, yep, yep. That boss just scared the living daylights out of me, and I didn't want to play the game for like a week after that. I do not blame you. <laughs> like, when I first faced the bloater myself, like, well, yeah, once we hit in, Bob, in Bobby's town, it's just like, oh, it's great enough I got runners on me. But I got to deal with this bloated, like, like what clickers can, can one-hit kill you within a gruesome death, and like... Yeah, the only way you can deal with bloaters is by literally had to burn burn on with a Molotov to get all his armor off, and then he comes vulnerable. But yep. yeah, just facing all the blow, like yeah, just hulking brute is just like yeah, that that was was quite scary. But and I think like they kind of even upped it up even worser with the Rat King in in last. Oh, part the Rat two. King in part two was terrible. That was terrifying. <laughs> So terrified. Yeah, like when you go down there in the hospital and you're like, "What's getting? Oh my lord!" I mean, yeah, they do the have some like sh like some little build up to the Rat King, but you aren't expecting how the Rat King is until like mm. it actually sees you. And you have to like, "Oh yeah, I'm running." <laughs> yes, and he goes right at you. And I had I died so many times. I mean, granted, I could see Abby die just because of what she did, <laughs> but like, yeah, just because she's Abby, <laughs> right? But again, yeah, facing off against Rat King is just like in in part two. Like that was so oh that just like that that's definitely fear inducing just because like yeah all those yeah. arms all those body parts just oh. mel melted together it's like ugh, it's like a chimera yeah 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 so Last of Us has a lot of good bosses <laughs> or should I say scary bosses I don't always call them good <laughs> right, right I mean you thought clickers were terrifying enough as it is yeah mm -hmm. just yeah that yeah the Rat King is just ooh, yeah 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 so that's the one that my mind first goes to is because that just that entire experience when I first played Last of Us One, I think is just like that is always going to probably stick with me, mm -hmm. and I think it's one of the reasons why I never want to play that game again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, like, but I'll give props. It's like, a great the... game, but it's not one I ever want to play again. <laughs> I mean, unless you want to go go full on of full, uh, yeah, do it on like the le the yeah grounded difficulty. That thing, yeah, no, no thing. <laughs> that thing is is the, is the only for the the daunting and the platinum trophies but yeah yeah but yeah i, I don't blame you again as i said last of part one great game second one yeah 
unbelievable. But again, I'll give back to one's okay. okay, but I wouldn't call it game of the year. <laughs> yeah, for, I, sure, for sure, for sure. I don't think you you weren't here for that episode, but when they when the game awards gave Last of Us Part Two game of the year, I lost it. I was just like, are you, Jeff Keighley? Flip the table. Flip the table. Yep, yep. I agree. Like, it was such a cop out. I mean, I even had to do a. Uh, a list on Last of Us, and uh, I, I wrote about why it wasn't like hired. I was like, you you played Last of Us Part Two, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and I and I, I I feel that some of the hate for it was unjustified. Like there was yes. a lot of, there was review bombing. There was a tax on Lauren Bailey or Laura Bailey, which was wrong uh, for yes. the of Abby, and I, and I feel bad for her on that. But they definitely. Naughty Dog did some things that I think they went too far with something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joel, like, uh. Ah, don't remind me. You had to kill Joe in the first hour of the game. <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah. It, was about, it was about uh Ellie's story. No, not 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 really. No, they want to make us care about Abby. Yeah. Who the heck cares about Abby? And you gave her all the best weapons. You gave her a crossbow. Like, what the heck? Yeah. It was sad. But, hey, apparently what gave me the year? God. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to another character that, or, or another monster that I found uh, terrifying when I was a kid, and uh, I hope you both felt the same way. How about the moon in Majora's Mask? Oh, freak! Yeah, yeah. I never had the the, the fortune to play Majora's Mask, unfortunately. Back really? Then. Oh my gosh, that is a whole experience. <laughs> Yeah. I got so addicted to that game, and I, I, like just having the moon fall on, like when you were too slow on something, was just like, oh so my gosh, with, moments. <laughs> so you met with a tragic fate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, the moon itself. I agree. Like, yeah. If if I did play it back in the day, I didn't have an SD4, but if I did play it back in the day, like yeah, I probably would have been scared by myself, especially with the whole like you thought Redeads was bad. Yeah, just look at that moon. <laughs> yeah. And, I was uh, actually thinking of putting Redeads on the list just because when oh, I was a kid, that was so terrifying. Oh my gosh, the Redeads. Yes. And uh, what was the mummy version? There was two of them. There was. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, good, 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 good. Like, I know in Twilight Princess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's a Twilight. That's, that's their version, I believe. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Let's see. Redead and. Uh, let's see. Legend of. Legend of Zelda. I'm tying. I'm tying up on Google. <laughs> Dead and yeah, like the scream. Yeah, remember the scream? Like, ah! and it just stops it, you from doing it, anything. Oh. Wind Waker's was was scary as heck. I, I hate Wind Waker's redeads. So yeah, but um, yeah. Why, why you're probably looking that up? No, there I, is, I, I do want to give one mention. Uh, honorable mention. It, like this is more recent one, but if there's one boss or enemy that really instills fear. The Death Knight from Fire Emblem Three Houses. <laughs> I, for yeah, obviously it's it's just it's pretty dang obvious. The Death Knight is little armor of death carrying a scythe, and like he just standing there menacingly, <laughs> a la Black Knight. And so like, Black Knight I, <laughs> I mean, sure, Black Knight was like, yeah, the Black Knight, <laughs> but yeah, the, the Death Knight is just also that same level of like intimidation i mean but again black knight's black knight but i'll give props to the death knight when i face face like i warned you not to approach me but you you force my hand and now you show in suffer death like yeah yeah, yeah. well I'll, going back to the moon the reason that was so scary for me when i was a kid is that when you when you play video games you usually don't see the bad guys win 
Mm-mm-mm. Like, that's the whole point. It's like, you know, whether it's Mario against Bowser. I mean, yeah, you can die, but you reset and the game is, and, and the game like acts like it never happened. In Majora's Mask, if you run out of time, that moon's coming down. All right? And you see it slowly coming closer. You know, dawn of the final day, and, like, everyone's freaking out because the moon is right there with that horrible, like, evil grin or look on its face, uh-huh. however, however you want to define it. And then it crashes down, and it blows up the continent, and Link just goes flying off screen. <laughs> it's just like, the heck, man? Yeah, basically, yeah. if you haven't seen Terminator 2, Judgment Day, yeah, that's basically what happens. Yeah, <laughs> it's horrifying. Uh, even some of the the four bosses, the four main bosses of Majora's Mask, I thought were terrifying, like Goat. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he yeah, kept yeah. running. He just kept yeah. running, and you get Riga blasted by him, or the uh, like the tribal, the tribal chief. Uh, he would do like the dance and summon all the bugs. I hated that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, oh my gosh. So, yeah, Majora's Mask, the moon. Um. I mean, Majora was great, but it was the moon that you were scared of. You were like, oh, this is just a punk kid in the mask. I'm scared of the thing that's going to crash down and kill everybody. So, yep, yep, yeah, yep, yep. pass on that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, and with that, we are going to end this episode, the 300th episode of the Nintendo Red Oh, my gosh, I forgot about one. Oh. I forgot about the scariest villain of all. Tyler! I'm just joking. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, we, we all know what Tyler's scared of, and that's the 76ers winning. Oh! Oh, how about going back to Splatoon? We're going to Money versus Love. That's oh, what I'm yeah. scared of. Yeah, <laughs> denying that, you know, something happened. You know, you know uh, denial is a, a river in Africa, Tyler. I'm just saying. So, but no, I wish we hope, we hope you're doing all right, Tyler. Uh, but yeah, we are ending this episode of the 300th episode of NEP. Uh, who are some of your boss fights that you were honestly scared of? Uh, even if it's a lesser character like the Redead, please let us know uh, on the eve of this Halloween. And uh, what did you think? Uh, what have you thought about Mario and Rabbit's Sparks of Hope? Who was your go-to team? What character do you like the most? What world have you been really impressed with? Uh, are you doing the completionist run like me and Will are? Let us know in the comments below. So, for Skull Kid Scott and Warrior Will, I am Triforce Todd. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not out of lives. We made it to the end of the level. Why is the moon getting closer to my house? Raise the flag! <laughs>